Welcome, everyone. I am Mike Brown, your certified health and wellness coach, and I want to thank you all for joining me on the Site Beyond Site podcast. It has been a long time coming, and welcome, welcome back. For those of you who have missed out and missed my presence, I've missed all you freshwater warriors. I am back, and I'm here to stay, and I want to expand on that real quickly before we jump into the topic. But as always, I want to thank you all for taking the time to spend your time with me and sacrificing that time for me to spend it with me and the freshwater warriors out here. So with that being said, let's jump into this episode. I want to give a warm welcome to all you freshwater warriors who have maintained, who have been loyal followers and listeners in my departure I want to tell you guys, I am deeply, deeply sorry. I apologize for abandoning ship, what it seems like, you know, for quite some time. But I'm back and I'm here to stay. I've tried to do some things and it just wasn't working. All led back to the Site Beyond Site podcast and you freshwater warriors and the community that we have created. So again, with the deepest apologies and deepest sincerity, I apologize from the bottom of of my heart for not being present for the last few months. But with that being said, we are here and we're moving forward. And I have just so much to talk about with you guys. I have so much to give and so much to offer. And I thank you for your time and patience. It goes, it does not go unnoticed, okay? I notice everything and I I am aware of a lot of different things. And I appreciate you guys being patient and still supporting the the podcast and my departure, going back and listening to uh, previous episodes and re-listening and re-listening. I mean, that I I cannot, I cannot be any more grateful than what I am. So we are here and we're going to get back in the same rotation, releasing, excuse me, releasing episodes weekly, every Friday. And we're going to be doing our thing and we're going to be saving some lives and we're going to be helping each other and we're going to continue to grow together because that's what we do as freshwater warriors. And there's really nothing else to be said. So I I ask for you guys' forgiveness and I hope we can move forward together and continue to grow together. Now, this whole thing is confusing. All right. It's very confusing. Finding your path and staying on that path. Sometimes you get these bright ideas and you want to keep moving forward and you say, maybe I can trickle this in and trickle that in. Maybe I need to abandon this. And that's pretty much what happened. I felt like some of the content that I was going into, it had to be presented on a different platform. But now I realize that I could have done that on the same platform. And everything that I have to talk about, everything that is in my heart, everything that I have to share with you guys is now going to be on the Site Beyond Site podcast. Why? Because Site Beyond Site is what started it all. The Freshwater Warriors started it all. And as the leader, one of the leaders, one of the many leaders, you know, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I would be very foolish and selfish to say that I'm the only one out here trying to make a change in this world or trying to do things differently. That's not it. But the platform gives me a sense of uh, leadership. And with that, I need to handle that with care. And so I've realized that. 
and we're here to stay. I wanted to come on and talk to you guys in, a, in the raw, rawest, the rawest form, and I'm not going to edit anything. I'm not going to do any of that. So if I mess up, I mess up. It is what it is. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not sitting here trying to deliver some kind of fancy message or some big production message. I just want to get the message out there for all of you guys to share and to hopefully take in some of this feedback and some of this information. And maybe you can apply it to your own life. And maybe you can expand on these topics and these perspectives and you can share it with other people. And that's how we continue to to gain freshwater warriors. Recently, I've been thinking about all this stuff that's going on in the world. You have these new threats of war, these wars going on. You have all this confusion about who's who and who's what and all these uh, identifications of gender and all this stuff. You have all these different laws that are coming in, gun laws, abortion laws. You have all these threats on uh, religion. You have all these threats on you financially. You have inflation going on. You have all the bills rising. You have total chaos going on in this world. And I wanted to talk about one thing specifically because it's been weighing on my heart. We'll, we'll jump into those deeper topics later. But the topic I still want to uh, talk about is very, very deep because it's near and dear to my heart. But I know it's near and dear to your heart as well. As you guys know, I wear many hats. I am a certified health and wellness coach. I coach people uh, through their journey, through uh, their life experiences, whether it's weight gain, whether it's a a life change, maybe they want to work towards accomplishing a goal that they have never seemed quite capable of accomplishing. Uh, I bring clarity to your life and help get rid of those uh, roadblocks that may be hindering you from moving forward in your life. I also coach football. I've been doing that uh, for quite some time as well. I'm also an educator. I'm also a father. I mean, I wear so many hats, all right? But professionally, those are my hats. I am a coach, a coach, and an educator, and also a podcaster, (laughs) all right? Um, But during my journey, I have noticed one thing, and uh, a lot of people fall short of accomplishing their goals or moving forward in their life because of one thing. And let me tell you something. I've noticed in education, I'll just stick with education for now. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll expand it. Just education, sports, whatever it is you may be uh, doing in your career. But if you're in the field of service, I'm speaking to you personally, If you're in the field of service in any capacity, I want you to hear this message because chances are you're working with people that don't share the same vision as you. Maybe they're walking a totally different path as you. Maybe your thoughts and your your perspectives don't align. And every day you have to interact and try to build a, a foundation and build plans to move forward with people that are not like-minded. And it could be frustrating, it could be maddening, it can make you step outside of yourself and think different things, make you question yourself. Maybe you wanna harm someone, I don't know. Sometimes you can get frustrated to that point because that's real life. 
there's been plenty of meetings I've been in and someone has just been saying some off the cuff stuff. And I've thought to myself, I could really hit you right now. You're really frustrating me right now because I don't know, understand how you don't, how you don't see this vision and how you're not going to be a part of it. But we have to understand that there's going to be people that go against the vision, that go against what you believe in, that go against the ultimate goal that go against the plan. And it's for one reason and one reason only. And it's easy to say it's selfishness. That is always a part of it. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper. When you think about all of this and its overall capacity, it comes down to one thing. When you're in the field of service or any other business, but the field of service, the one reason why people aren't aligned with you and the one reason why people fall short of accomplishing their goal is because of sacrifice. Every day you get up and you commit to serving, you have to think to yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice just 10%, 50% or, or 80%? Or are you going to go all the way every day and sacrifice it all? Are you willing to sacrifice it all if it is called for you to do so? And most of us will say yes right away. But when it comes down to it and you're in that situation, we easily say, well, 10% is enough because that's given more than what everybody else is given. So I'm still better than everybody else. And that's why I say it's easy to say selfishness, but it's deeper than selfishness. It's, it's a lack of sacrifice. And when you are not willing to sacrifice, especially in the field of service, you're going to fall short every time, right? Because in order to sacrifice it all, there is the highest level of selflessness that goes along with it. You totally take yourself out of the picture. You're not thinking about what you can gain from it. You're not thinking about how it's going to benefit you. You're not thinking about that at all. You are thinking specifically about that person in that situation. And when that situation arises, when that tough situation is hitting you right in the face, you have to think to yourself, you don't even think about it. It's not something you think about. It's something that you've already processed in your mind, in your heart, that you are going to do. So when you are faced with that situation, it's not even a thought. You just react and you sacrifice without even thinking about it. And it's a selfless act. And that's why it's easy to say, well, that person's just selfish, but it's deeper than selfishness. This person is not willing to sacrifice. Why? Because they don't want to lose out. They don't want people to talk about them. They may not be in the in crowd anymore. They might sacrifice some of their time and their efforts. They might sacrifice some financial gain. They may not be recognized enough. It may not be worth it. The sacrifice plus the recognition that they get, it may not align. They might have to sacrifice way more than what they feel they should be recognized. And this is why you hit all of these roadblocks in your professional life and in your personal life. Sacrifice means so much to me, I have it tattooed on me. 
because that's what it's all about. When I think back on the lives that I've coached, they have sacrificed so much and don't even realize it. And they sacrifice all of these things, their thoughts, their ideas, their goals. For what? For what? They sacrifice it to the people that don't care. Which, hey, in turn, that's fine for a moment. But you got to know what you're sacrificing for. And maybe they're sacrificing for the wrong reasons. That's what I'm really trying to say. They're sacrificing for the wrong reasons. And when you break it down, it can go back to maybe you're not gaining something. Maybe you, maybe you might lose something that you want to hold on to. Maybe if you sacrifice and do the right thing, you might not be in that power position anymore. You might not be making six, seven figures anymore. The in crowd might say, you know what? You're not, you're not worthy anymore. You're doing things that's outside of our vision, and we're not going to tolerate that, even if it is the right thing. Whether you like it or not, we worry about what other people think about us. A lot of us do. But it's such a beautiful thing when you realize what they think doesn't matter. Being in this in-group doesn't really matter. That's not the most important thing to me. What I'm trying to do, my path is totally different. My outlook and my vision is totally different. That's what you have to start to think. You have to start to realize your true purpose. And that is how this all works together. Your purpose, your sacrifice, putting others before self. Those are all aligned with how we live our lives. And that's why we're falling short of being happy. That's why we're falling short of having joy in our lives. That's why we're falling short of feeling fulfilled every day. That's why we wake up and we feel so down every day. And then we get to the point where we're so down that when we look up, we can't stand to see other people being in a position of joy and happiness because we feel like they don't deserve it and we deserve it, but we're not doing anything to move towards that goal because we're not willing to sacrifice it all. So what do I mean by this? Let me give you some examples. Everyday educators are in school and they encounter thousands of students. Now, by the odds, you're not going to get along with every student. And some students are just going to rub you the wrong way because they may not even like you. They may intentionally try to make your day terrible. And it's easy to look at that student and say, you know what? I don't like you either. So I don't care. I don't care if you learn anything, and what you're going to get from me is a bag of coals. Every time I see you, I'm going to give you the bare minimum. I'm going to reserve the rest and everything else for the people that, that, the students that do like me, the students that do listen, the students that don't give me a headache. And that's the game that is often played in any situation. 
we lose sight of the real purpose. We, we lose sight of the vision. And we make it all about us. And we put us over others. We put ourselves over others. And when you put yourself before others, you will not sacrifice. <laughs> you will not care what happens to the next person as long as you get what you want. And as long as you keep moving forward and getting what you think is important. And that's where working in a field of service goes wrong. People have their personal agendas and they put it before everything else. So they're waking up every day, going to their place of, 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 of employment. And they're thinking, I'm just going to make it through this day. And if I give 10% and make it through the day, whew, that's good. I'm winning because I have 90% reserve for me when I leave this building to do what I want to do and do it to the max. But then that's how they think. But even when they leave the building and they go to their personal life, they're not sacrificing 90%. They're sacrificing another 10%. At the expense of other people's happiness, at the expense of other people gaining knowledge and perspective from you. We're all in a position to share knowledge and wisdom. Some are wiser than others. Some are more knowledgeable than others. But we're all in that position to share our knowledge, our wisdom, to share our time. And these are all free. Free. You give it freely. For instance, when I'm coaching someone, yes, they compensate me for that. But I could sit here and say, I only talk to people that pay me. Well, if that's the case, then I wouldn't have this podcast. That doesn't make sense to me. I want everyone to have an opportunity to live at their optimum levels. So why on earth would I withhold that from anyone? Now, if you want a more detailed and more personalized um, coaching experience, that's when you call me one-on-one. -on -one. But other than that, I share what I share. And I share everything. And I'm not the only one. I know there are millions of freshwater warriors thinking the same way and that do the same thing because they understand that when you're in the field of service, it's not about you. It's not about you keeping all of your resources for yourself. It's not about you keeping, you know, just choosing who you sacrifice for. It's not about that. It's deeper than that. What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to be a little bit frustrated to spend that extra time with the student to really get to know what they're thinking and how they're feeling? Are you willing to do that? And a lot of us aren't. We just aren't. Why? Because it takes too much time. Or maybe you think that since you tried it once or twice and it didn't work the way you thought it should work, 
then you abandon it. And this is where we get this idea that people are a lost cause. It's not worth it. They don't get it. They don't want to get it. I'm an excellent educator and I can, I mean, I know I've taught them everything and they just don't get it. They don't want to get it. Well, maybe they don't get it because your approach is still mean and nasty. You see, there's a time where we all have to look in the mirror and that's point blank. We all have to look in the mirror and we have to look at ourselves and say, how am I contributing to this issue? What can I change about myself? Because obviously what I'm doing hasn't changed or had an impact on this student. So what can I do to change it? Have I sacrificed enough? Have I done enough? And sometimes we get into this thought process that, excuse me, everyone has to be treated equally. Everybody gets equal amounts of time, equal portions, all of that madness. And that is so far from the truth because some students just take math, for instance. Some students are going to catch on to math right away. You teach them the equation, you explain it once, and they understand it. So you don't have to spend 20 extra minutes with them one-on-one. But there are some students that might need 30 minutes. Maybe they need a few days. Maybe they need a week. Maybe you got to figure out a different way to break it down for them so they understand it. Man, that means you're going to have to learn how to communicate differently. Maybe you have to teach something differently. Maybe you have to use a different technique. Think about this. If it was one size fits all, those of you with children, you already know this. If it was one size fits all, then you would only have to say a, a, a command or give a direction once to all three, all four, or all five of your children, and they would understand it. But that's far from the truth because We are all human beings and we all take in information differently. It's no different than coaching a sport. You can have the perfect play drawn up on paper. Five players may understand it to a T. And when you go practice it, they execute every time because they have a full understanding. You might have another four players that totally or that they're totally lost. And instead of yelling and screaming, you have to figure out, okay, what are they missing? What's going on this? What what did they miss with this concept? And then you might have to break it down individually. Or maybe you say it once a different way and three other people comprehend what you're saying now. Now you got eight of them. Now you got to break it down for the other maybe a different way. Maybe you got to spend a little time after practice with them for them to understand the concept. But that in itself right there takes a level of sacrifice. Maybe I have to study a different technique more. Maybe I have to get back to the drawing board. Maybe I have to watch, uh, go to some clinics or, or watch something on YouTube, or maybe I have to talk to someone else that's a little bit more knowledgeable than me or ask questions from the head coach and say, hey, I'm struggling teaching this concept to this uh, this player. So what can I do 
And this is how we begin to, to grow. And this is how we start to reach people. This is how we instill hope in the young ones. There's too many times that I've seen that we're stripping hope and the purpose away from the young ones because we're always coming down on them. We only talk to them in a negative light. We only tell them what they aren't. We don't tell them what they are and what they could be. We tell them what they aren't and how they're making us sick and they're annoying us and they'll never amount to nothing. You don't ever say that because, you know, that's taboo and that's rude, but that's what you're saying ultimately. And then we have the nerve to say at the end of the day, yeah, I did a good job today. These guys just don't get it. They're just too dumb to figure it out. And we really look in our, we really look at ourselves in the mirror and we think that we did a great job. When these students, these players, these other staff members are going home and they're looking in the mirror questioning, who am I? Is this really who I am? Am I really nothing? Am I really not capable of understanding? Am I not capable of learning? And you know what happens after that? You get people that give up and don't want to try. It's not worth it because they could do nothing right in your eyes. And guess what happens after that? We get even more mad at them. Why are you quitting? You just don't care, do you? Well, why would they care? Because you've shown that you don't care. And let's just get over this. Kids are not dumb. Kids are the realist at dictating what is real and what is fiction. We as adults are the dumb ones because we think that we can fool kids. We think that we can cover up the evilness in our hearts and give them a fake smile and a fake, hey, how you doing? Occasionally, knowing that behind the scenes, we're picking them apart, tearing them down and not uplifting them. And we expect them to be fooled by the phoniness. And then we're shocked. We're shocked and we're in awe and we're just flabbergasted when they say, no, you're fake and I don't like you. Did you hear what he said to me? I have never had someone say this to me. He should never speak to me like this. I mean, come on now, am I lying? Don't act like you guys don't see this. It happens with adults to adults. Adults will smile in each other's faces. Hey, how you doing, lad? Let's hang out. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I mean, my vacation was awesome. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I can't wait to interact with you and work with you on your team. And as soon as you leave out that door, a group of people come in, they shut the door, and they're talking bad about you. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that she had the nerve to come and talk to me? Can you believe what he said? He really thinks that I care about what he, he thinks and I care about how his summer went. You think I really want to be on his team? He's too stupid to be on my team. And plus, you know what? He's just, I just don't like him. You see how he dresses? He's always happy and talking about all these good things. I'm tired of that. I'm frustrated. How is he not frustrated? He should be as 
as frustrated as me. And since he's not, he's in the wrong. You got to be careful who you hang around. All that complaining and gossiping, is it will wear and tear on you. It truly will. And it won't be pretty because you'll find yourself in a deeper, darker place than they are. What we're seeing in this world is, it is what it is. And we try to sugarcoat it and say, well, that's just so-and-so. They're just not happy. They're just like that. They, hey, just give them a pass. Give them grace. No, why would I give them grace when they are not giving everybody else grace? Why? So in my eyes, I'm just going to call it as I see it. There is so much evil in this world. Evil, that's what it is. Hardened hearts, evil hearts that are in the field of service. Now, I'm not going to totally blame them. Sometimes we get off track. Sometimes we, are, uh, we get so caught up in ourselves that we lose track of what's real and what's not, and we have no clue how we feel. We have no clue why we feel this way. We have no clue why we're bitter. Or maybe we do know why, we're, why we are bitter, but we don't know how to get past it. And since we can't figure out how to get past it, we say, okay, fine. I'm just going to be the best bitter person I can be. I'm just going to be the best mean person I can be. And as long as I'm mean to the people I don't like, then it's fine. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of evil people together? Let me tell you what happens when you get a bunch of evil people together. Not just, it's beyond the gossiping. It's beyond the plotting and the scheming. What happens when you get a bunch of evil people together? They think that they're doing good. Now that's the crazy part. That's the scary part. They actually think that they're doing a good thing when they all get together. Why? Because they get on each other's pity party and they all agree. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. Nobody checks each other. Nobody is holding each other accountable. And this is what you get. You get a bunch of evil people thinking that they're doing the right thing. And they truly, honestly believe that. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. But I spent enough time on that aspect. Do you know what's even worse than that? What's worse is when you have freshwater warriors standing idle. They see it. They don't do anything. They don't say anything. Sometimes they join in. They don't correct anything. They just turn a blind eye. Why? Because they're fearful. Maybe they feel apathetic. Maybe they feel like it may not change. I know a lot of freshwater warriors that are in that position right now. You have done everything you can to be a hedge of protection for the people around you, to be a model, to show the glory that's out there to be a model, to instill hope. You've done that and you've taken your lashes and you're tired of taking it alone because you've been beat down. 
Because you'll get together and you say, this has to end, and you have a group of people, and when it's time to stand firm and say, enough is enough, when you look to your left and you look to your right, there's no one there. They all backed out. Why? Oh, my goodness. Isn't this funny how this comes back full circle? Because they were not willing to sacrifice at all. I'm going to say this. I'm not, excuse me, I'm not all about war. I understand that it happens in this world and it's been something that has gone on since the beginning of time. I understand that. I understand the concept of war fully. But I think what we miss is that those men and women who go to battle, they have made up in their mind that I chose this. This may not be the position I wanted to be in, but it's here. And I can either go all in or I can give 50%. And I'm telling you that most of those men and women are willing to sacrifice it all. And that's the part of war and being in the military that I think goes unnoticed. We just sit there and say, well, hey, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, which is good. Thank you for your service. But no, thank you for your sacrifice. Yeah, you were there and you came back. But I know you have some people that you know that didn't make it back. But I also know that if I were to ask you to dig deeper, that one of the first things you would say is, I wish it was me instead of them. Come on now. Who wouldn't want someone like that around them? Who wouldn't want to go to war with someone like that? That's the only way you can go to war. We're fighting different pockets of wars. Some are more fierce in the battle, and some are here in a different type of battle. But it's a war going on, and you have to decide right now, what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you going to be the one that's saying, I'm going to reserve this because I don't want to lose something? Or are you going to be all in? And we're to the point where you have to decide if you're going to be all in. I've said it before on this podcast. You can go back to the Faithful Friend episode. I don't have any fake, uh, like, not fake, but I don't have any halfway friends. I'm not a halfway type of friend either. I don't do that. If I call you my friend, if I call you my brother, if I call you my sister, if I call you any of those things, if I welcome you into my circle, I am all in. If you need something, I got you. If I can't do it, I'm going to do all I can to get the resources that you need. No questions asked. Once again, this ain't about me. This, ain't, this is just an example. Because I can flip it around, and those friends that I have in my circle will do the same thing, and they have done the same thing. I know they are all in. 
And it's a beautiful feeling when you're able to stand firm with people that are all in. All in. I think back to when I was younger. I remember the in Germany, the people knocking down the Berlin Wall. I don't know if you guys know this. Some of you guys might be too young to remember that Germany was split east and west. And when they all got together and they were knocking down the wall, that sight just amazed me as a kid because I was thinking to myself, all of these people are together, all in, no matter what happens. They are all in. That was crazy to me. It was crazy. I didn't know exactly what I was looking at, but I knew it touched me in some kind of way. I couldn't put a name to it. I couldn't put a feeling to it at that time. I was too young. But looking back, it speaks to who I am. And it speaks to who I want to be around. You have to align yourself with people who are going to be all in for you. That's what sacrifice is. Now, I know I've talked about sacrifice on these upper levels, but let's bring it down a notch here. I know there are men and women who have sacrificed their their goals for someone else. They said right now, It's just not the time. Right now, it's more important that I'm all in somewhere else than accomplishing my goal. It's a very, very tough decision. And it's a decision that most of people have made and they don't look back. They keep moving forward. They don't dwell on it. They don't throw it in other people's faces. They don't sit there every moment they get or every disagreement that they're in. They ain't bringing it up saying, well, I sacrificed this. And nobody ever told me thank you. You don't sacrifice to get a thank you. You don't sacrifice to get recognition. You sacrifice because it's necessary. Sometimes it ain't always the right thing to do, but you do it because it's necessary. It's not the easiest thing to do, but you do it because it's necessary. Some of you have been sacrificing far too long and getting nothing in return. I know you're going to say, Mike, you're contradicting yourself. Hear me out on this. Being in a a relationship where you're only getting brought down, never getting built up, It's the same cycle of depression, the same cycle of tearing you down. And you've sacrificed enough. You sacrifice your time, your efforts, your patience. There's a time where you have to think to yourself, what am I gaining from this? What are they gaining from this? Are we growing? Am I growing? Is this person growing? 
Am I waking up every day feeling bitter? Has this changed who I am? You have to think about those things. Because sometimes we can sacrifice for the wrong reasons and for the wrong people and for the wrong things. It happens. Especially when your vision is impaired. Sometimes we sacrifice out of comfort. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I said it. Sometimes we sacrifice out of comfort. We're comfortable where we're at. We don't know what we would do. How are we gonna how how would I pay the bills if I wasn't in this relationship? Once again, I'm just putting this in perspective. I don't want you guys getting all up in arms and I'm saying to leave your relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to sit there and take a real look at it. I think back to all these relationships, uh, these, these couples and relationships that I've coached. And I mean, anybody on the outside, you didn't even have to be educated in psychology or anything like that or have a therapy degree to understand that this relationship was sheer chaos and toxic. Both are on drugs, both hitting each other, both waking up every day fighting and arguing, tearing each other down. And I look at both of you, I look at both of them and say, how long are y'all planning on doing this? Is this how y'all want to spend the rest of your lives? But we love each other. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Love doesn't look like this. That's not love. So you're going to have to look in the mirror and really assess what's really going on in this relationship and what's the real reason why you guys are hanging on to this. Because as far as I can see, if you guys aren't willing to sacrifice and change your lifestyles, I don't know how this ends well. Ultimately, it's your decision, but I don't see how this ends well for either of you. I'm not worried about the right or who's right or who's wrong. Because the big picture is both of you are doing nothing but causing chaos and damage to each other and also to yourselves in the process. So it's no wonder you guys are fighting trying to figure out who you are and what you're doing and what your purpose is. You have no, you have no vision of your purpose. It's complicated, but it's not, (laughs) you know, it's complicated because like I said, we get comfortable. We don't like change. If you're anything like me, I don't like change. It takes me a minute to adapt to change. Especially when I don't agree with it. But I encourage all you freshwater warriors to take a look in the mirror and and think to yourself, what am I willing to sacrifice? What is my purpose? What am I waking up and what am I trying to accomplish every day? What is my path? What is my vision? And what's going to stop me from executing this vision, executing my purpose? And then when you figure out what would stop you, 
you have to think about when this time comes, is my vision and my purpose more important than this barrier? If this barrier was to cross my path right now, would I say I'm not willing to sacrifice it and turn away? Or would I sacrifice and say, I'm going to keep going and whatever happens, happens. I'm going to execute my purpose. No matter what other people say, no matter what other people do, no matter who's with me or who's against me, am I going to move forward towards my purpose? Before you make that decision, I want you to always think about, are you putting yourself before everyone else? Is your purpose all about you? Is your vision all about you? And that'd be your starting point right there. But if you know full well what your purpose is, and like I said, we're all in the field of service and we're all in the field of putting others before ourselves. When you go to work, no one does a job that's solely for themselves. You can make it that way. But I can take it back down to working at a fast food restaurant. When you're making that food, you're not making it for yourself. You're not taking the precautions for yourself to make sure that the food is not too cold or you're not given food that might be contaminated. You're not taking those precautions for yourself. You're doing it for the other people that you are serving. So you take those extra precautions so you don't have a negative impact on other people. So you take yourself out of it. Now you can keep yourself in it by saying, how would I feel if I got this burrito with cold meat that's under temp, that's been out a little too long? How would I feel if I ate that? Now, if you can say that and you say, no, I wouldn't eat that, and then you don't make that burrito, and you take the time to make a new batch that's fresh for the people, you're doing, you're doing a field of service and you're sacrificing. You just sacrifice your time. You sacrifice your efforts. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. In every field, you're putting others above yourselves. Now, I could be selfish and say, I don't care. It ain't, I ain't eating it. I don't care. I'm going to make it anyway. I just don't feel like it. We're about to close. I don't feel like putting down a new batch of fries. I'm going to give them these old stale fries that are hard as a rock and cold as ice. And I don't care because I probably won't see him again. Hopefully I won't. And if I do, and it's the same situation, I'm going to do it again. See, that's when that's what you get. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you are selfish like that and you're not willing to sacrifice at all. So now you have impacted somebody else's life by serving them poor quality food. Now they got to go home 
and they're upset and frustrated. Maybe they were already frustrated because they worked 15 hours at the hospital and all they wanted was just some hot fries. That was it. And then they get home and they're even more frustrated and they say to themselves, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even went there. This day was just stacked on stacked on stacked with just silly things happening to me. Now I'm going to bed frustrated. Now they have to pick themselves back up. See, the things you do impacts everybody else. That's just how it is. It's not my rules. It's just how the world works. All you freshwater warriors out there, keep looking in that mirror. Keep doing that because it's uh, it's like a check and balance for you. Hold you accountable and make sure you have freshwater warriors in your circle to hold you accountable. When you start straying off the path, they can give you that 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 good tender guidance to get you back on the path. Once again, I've talked in your ear long enough, but I I uh I am truly grateful to be back and I'm truly grateful that you guys have uh accepted my apology and we are here to stay and we're here to keep it moving. The time is now. There's no other time. The time is now. So whatever it is that you want to do, you do it now. Whatever it is that you have been putting on the back burner, pick it up now. Rekindle that idea. Rekindle that thought. Rekindle that goal. If you think there's not enough time in the day, sacrifice and make time for it. Believe me, I understand having every minute of the day um, you know, just taken up by something. I understand that. But guess what? So does everybody else. So really, we're not really in a different position than anybody else. We want to think that we're more special than everybody and, and nobody would understand because I'm doing all of this stuff. But there's people doing way more than what I'm doing, way more than what you're doing. And still yet, they're making it happen. So let's continue to have that that thought process and that urge to make it happen. And with that being said, guys, remember that we're in the business of healing and not hurting. And remember to be the freshwater that heals in a salty environment. Because that's what freshwater warriors do. Until we meet again, my friends.